1015 FM KDON. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And good morning, Las Vegas. What's going on? Yay! Oh, yeah. Is this on? Is this thing on? It's on. Good, good, good. Good. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm going to pretend I'm magical, man. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a rough week. You're just a pixie, David Difference. What's that now? You're a pixie. I don't know what that is. <sighs> Let's, this is how we're going to start every week. Like, you, all right, well, you, you said you were feeling kind of magical, so you're a pixie. All right, hokey. Well, I didn't call you a fairy. All right, hokey pokey. Come on, man. Let's get to Come it, Come on. Man. I thought we was going to have a good episode. We are. <laughs> I think we're off to a great start. I'm Mark Hoke. <laughs> this is the Mark Hoke Show. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. We're, of course... On your radio dials, on your Odyssey app, worldwide. Plus, hey, we're live streaming this thing too. Isn't that exciting, David? Oh yeah, I'm the David difference. By the way, oh, what a difference that Dave makes! I was getting there. Well, at what point? Halfway through the show? Be I'm patient. here. I'm here now. Let's go. You know, Dave, by the way, in case you didn't notice, like last week, David was a, a little bit kind of eh. David, I got to give credit, and and he didn't. I don't believe you knew this at the time. Was that I was battling? You got the vid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, CAC, I think, then did a did a number on me. You were hanging out with those glow girls too much. Yeah, chicas. Yeah, bonitas. <laughs> but yeah, so kudos to David Difference for getting through a show with how, the how, vid. You give somebody props for that? Well, yeah, dude, you you were feeling a little rough. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I maintain. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> proud of you. And, uh, yeah, put everybody at risk. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but that, that's one nice thing because I walked out after you after you texted me. I was so happy because I was like, God, we're on a different side of the glass in here, so I was protected. Mm. I just had to stay away from you, and yeah. I did. Yeah, good job, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I appreciate that. So is this a this is a wrestling show? Yeah, well, we're just saying <laughs> saying hi to everybody. Is that how it works, All right. you know. Got to. I'm just trying to understand. You know, there may be many people out there that uh, have the vid. You know, who else? I'm trying to think. I hear it's of- going down. Like I, uh, I was in that CAC chat, the Cauliflower Alley Facebook, and yeah, a bunch of people was like, "Oof." I think uh, Brian Alvarez had COVID. I just got a message um, from uh, Kim Dillard. She's over at the. Um, the uh whatever the urgent care she said yeah it's on the rise it's going down be safe out there yeah it's it's a nasty cold just be careful take care of yourself but yeah who I'm trying to remember you know somebody else got yeah another friend of mine got it too so yeah it's it's going around but you know yeah. it hasn't been too bad hasn't knocked anybody on their butts or anything like that how do so. you know have you taken a survey well do you, everybody I know that's had it's kind of like yeah. I'm kind of blah. I don't even know why we're still talking about yeah. it. So, so be vid free. It's fun. Hey. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Right. But, but we are very excited today because we have 
just a ton of pro wrestling news. More on the firing of CM Punk. We have more bloodline news. We've got more pay-per-views. You know, some stuff going on, getting ready to go up in Seattle. That's going to be a lot of fun. And we got the we got the big man. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, I'm getting to the big I man. Know, I know. I'm excited though, man. I, I'm getting to the big man. The big man. AEW collision was pretty wild last night. We're gonna talk about that. But we do have a very, very special guest in the house today. And I'm just hoping he doesn't hurt me or, you know, put me through a table or anything like that. You live in fear. I do live in fear. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right, though. We're actually one of the nicest professional wrestlers I've ever met. I don't know if we should tell anybody that or not and tip it off, but he's actually a pretty good dude. Mm. So so we are very excited to have with us today who will be on FSW's Future Shock card tonight at the Silver Nugget. going to be a great, uh, great time. He's got a, well, it's a pretty huge match, man. Yeah, Lots of peeps in this one. Look at that right there. Lights, camera, faction. We got BYP, Clutch, TBD, and Big Fonzarelli. Yeah, Survival of the Fittest coming up tonight at the Silver Nugget. And he's going to have to get through a bunch of guys to win this one, but let's bring him on right now. He, by the way, was did stunt work, a stunt double work on Young Rock as well. Big Fonz joined us. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, there he is. What's happening, fellas? There he is. Yep. So, and just make sure you're entitled on that mic, bud. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Big Fonz join us. And uh, how are you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm a little, uh, little tired. Got up at three o'clock in the morning, Oakland to uh, Las Vegas Spirit Airlines. Thank you yeah. for getting me here safe and uh, sound. <laughs> Spirit, huh? <laughs> that is a risk. It's Spirit. always, you know, Spirit. Spirit tends to have some interesting delays and things like that. So, glad yeah. you made it. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. Yeah. So, well. You know, let's while well, we got let, you know, let's kick it off talking about what's going to be going on tonight at the Silver Nugget, uh, a huge card. But you have a very large match. What's going on, man? Why are you fighting all these people at once? You did the Battle <laughs> Royal at the anniversary show, and I guess you figured, well, I'm going to be fighting less guys there, so you know I can handle this. So what's up? Yeah, I think uh, I think FSW looked at my work at uh, the Battle Royal and said, hey, if you can handle 18 others, maybe you can. Uh, he can handle the faction because somebody has to. Mm. A bunch of bullies. Mm. Ooh, challenging the faction, huh? I am absolutely challenging the faction. Ooh, look out. Ice Williams. Better watch out, buddy. Yeah, I, I see big things in, in your future there, man. I think if anybody can take down the faction, it might be Big Fives over here, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell everybody a little bit about yourself because if people aren't familiar with you, I uh, haven't seen your work. You've been all over the West Coast and, uh, you know, of course, been here in Las Vegas a bunch of times. But you know, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, born and raised in the Bay Area. Yeah. Just like uh, David Difference over here. <laughs> yes, Something sir. we hold in common. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very proud of that. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, been been wrestling now for a couple of years and uh, got my start uh, with big time wrestling in the East Bay out of Newark, California. Really thankful for Kirk White for uh, giving me an opportunity to start pro wrestling and then uh, after that, moved on to Knox Pro with Rikishi. So got uh, some of the training from the Samoan dynasty. Grateful for that. And that kind of turned me on to a lot of opportunities, like you mentioned, Young Rock, uh, and being here at uh, FSW in Las Vegas. 
Definitely, definitely. I heard an interesting story. I was doing a deep dive on you. Um, but you was him and Han, if, if you were going to get into wrestling and you were at the gym and you ran into somebody pretty magical. You want to tell that story? Yeah, yeah. So I was, let's see, let's see, it was about 2021. 20, uh, yeah, I'd been thinking about pro wrestling for about six months. And my family, to be honest, they were kind of like, eh, you know. Maybe not. Yeah, is, is this a good idea? And, you know, it kind of gave me some reservations a little bit. Like, is this a good thing for me? And uh, totally random, though. I went to the gym right when they reopened in 21. And it's just my local gym in, uh, in, the, in the town that I live in. And this person taps me on the shoulder and says, hey, did I steal your bench? And I turn around and I was like, uh, no, I wasn't using that bench. I just got here. And, I, and uh, they actually had a mask on. So it was like, but I have this, this uh, talent. I call it like facial recognition. I can remember <laughs> okay. anybody's face if I've met you or if I've seen you on TV like one time. And so I could see through the mask like her eyes. And I was like, hey, I, I know who you are. You're Bailey <laughs> from WWE. Like, what, what are you doing here? And uh, she explained that she was in town just for, a, for an event. And so I was like, you know, that's kind of crazy. I ran into you. I was just talking to Kirk White at uh, Big Time Wrestling, and uh, I was thinking about getting into training. And she was really cool, because that's where she started, actually. She okay. started there um, in the Jason Styles training tree at, out of Newark, Fremont. So she was Davina Rose on the Indies. Okay. And uh, yeah. that's that's how she made her name before she got her WWE tryout. But, yeah, she was totally cool about talking to me and, and giving me uh, advice. And I think I walked away that day thinking to myself, like, you know, that that's really weird, you know. That that's a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I immediately signed up for training like the next week. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> and so far, it's paid off because you know not only you've been out of the indie circuit, but you've gotten some opportunities with AEW. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about uh, what that's been like for you to get a, get some matches with AEW, and you know what the atmosphere atmosphere is like over there. Yeah, and I was really grateful for the opportunity to uh, to be with that company. A lot of great people. Shout out to uh, the captain, Sean Dean, for allowing me that opportunity. And, uh, yeah, being back there, just, just a great culture, uh, great people. Everyone's willing to, to talk to you, to give you advice. Um, most notably, I would say the folks from the Bay Area when they find out where I'm from. So Aaron Solo, Will Hobbs, okay. uh, grateful for, for some advice they've given me. Uh, Tole Leona, my man from Knox Pro, all great people, you know, over there. And um, really, really was really uh, happy to get a match. Because I, I didn't get one the first time that I went. So put on a little show for the people in Fresno and uh, hoping for an opportunity to come back. Okay. Yeah. So, what, a little over two years you've been in the business? It's June 21. So, I don't know. So, June 20, Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, yeah a little yeah. over. T- so, that's when you started training, or when was your first match? My first match was January of 22. Okay, okay. So that so what do you like and a lot of times it takes people like it's like 5 years and they still haven't made some moves. Yeah. What do you attribute to like you know this rapid rise as far as networking and opportunities that you've had what what do you contribute to that? I would just say consistency. You know, like when I first started training, I really prided myself on never missing, always being there. Um I I like I think I'm a quick learner and and I I show up and I put in the work consistently so that I can rise to the top, you know. So I think just constantly putting in that work. They say you got to be in the gym. They say you got to be, you know, studying tape. They say you got to, uh, you know, really hone your craft all the time. 
and that's what I'm focused on doing. And so anytime I got an opportunity, whether it's wrestling or anything in life, like I just give it everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's dope, man. What were you doing before you became a professional wrestler? Kayfabe. <laughs> Nothing. I, I came out of the womb and I just decided to start wrestling. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, let's see. What can I let you behind the curtain? Um, grew up in the East Bay, went to college at San Jose State, came back to the East Bay. And uh, That's yeah, before that, before that, I was a multi sport athlete. So I, I played pretty much everything. Baseball was my main sport. Okay. Yeah. That's that's all you're getting, Mark. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny that you talk about the Bay Area and you know, it just seems like that is such a hotbed for wrestling. And, you know, of course, you know, we've heard about the great legendary cards at the Cow Palace and and all the stuff that's happened in San Francisco and, and around that area. What is so special about the Bay Area and so many top wrestlers coming out of the San Fran area? I think it's the fact that the Bay Area has so many major like areas within it. You got the East Bay where I grow up. Uh, you got San Francisco. You've got uh, the South Bay, San Jose area, and each one of those, um, and even and even the North Bay, I should say, each one of those has a company that really uh, is putting on a great show, or multiple companies, I should say. I've been a part of so many of them. Big time wrestling in the East Bay. Um, I've yet to wrestle in San Francisco, but I know West Coast Pro is putting on great shows there. Down in the South Bay, you've got Agua and SCW, where I that's where I call home in the South Bay, South Bay Championship Wrestling. So proud to be a part of that organization. And then Lucha Patron in North Bay. So you have like these four different hubs that really have a great scene, diversity. Uh, that's the other thing I would say is diversity. The fact that uh, because the Bay Area is a hotbed for so many different cultures, you're getting so every culture, race, you know, sexual orientation, all that stuff. And, and it really br- lends itself to um, a really diverse show. Yeah, yeah the Bay's, it's different out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Bay it. boy too, David. Yeah, 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 for life, man. Bay-blooded, Bay-blooded. Fair but enough. But, yeah, so it's a whole different culture, yeah. Yeah, speaking of Bay-blooded, I mean, I, I, some people know this, but Bailey, you know, the the Bay and Bailey is for the Bay Area. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. San Jose, well, it's San Jose. Yeah, well, that's it's, why it's not spelled B A I L E Y. It's B A Y L E Y. There you go. Fun she fact. Wanted, wanted to make sure everybody knew that she was from the Bay. Repping that, and dude. always repping that 49ers just like I. Am. <laughs> no, that's okay. You can rep the runners up all you want. Oh, it's all too good. soon. <laughs> oh man, come on! Man. I got to do it, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. This I'm sorry. Guess. There was too much trash talking after that NFC Championship game. Well, technically, aren't you guys the real runners up because the Chiefs, I think, won the Super Bowl. They did. Ooh. They did. <laughs> Got him. So what does that make you guys? Uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Let's go to a break, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> we got more to come on the Mark Hoke Show. Uh, we got Big Fonz in the house. He's yes, going to be at FSW tonight at the Silver Nugget. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, what are you waiting for? Come on. Big Do Fonz it. is in town. Do it. You got to be there. What is it? It's mandatory. And, uh, of course, we've got a lot more. We're going to talk with the... Uh, Big Fonz about his work on Young Rock. Should be fun. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. 
For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. 1015 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON. Yes, sir. 1015 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, the Odyssey app, and streaming on our YouTube, X, and Facebook page. So we're everywhere. You can't escape. Everywhere like air. It's like the invasion of the body snatchers. <laughs> We're going to get you eventually. That's how it works. It's, um, that was a movie in the 40s, dude. <laughs> Nobody knows that reference. What are you talking about? Just saying. David Difference just hit me over the head with a club again. It's all right. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> best in pro wrestling news and entertainment most of the time. And we are joined in studio by Big Fonz. He is the epitome of cool, by the way, if oh, you didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. Hey. That's right. How are Literally. you? What What makes you the epitome of cool? Uh, well, I have been Big Fonz probably since high school, where my, my friends actually just kind of gave me that name. So maybe just being that guy, you know. Come on, can't you, he's oozing machismo over here, man. Well, I know that. Oh, okay. It's you know, <laughs> I try to, I try to put out a culture that uh, is welcoming, that people want to be a part of, that people can kind of get behind. So, like you had said earlier, you know, I want I want people to think that I'm a uh, one of the good people in this business. So that's that's what the EOC means. <laughs> there it is. Well, of course, uh, he will be appearing tonight at the Silver Nugget on Survival of the Fittest. And if you can't get down there, it's going to be live on Fight Plus, too. So wherever you are planet-wide, you can see the big fawns tangling around with just a massive group of men in here. Ice Williams, Kenny King, Fresco-Matic, and Action Braxton, Big Money Clutch, Hero Lou, Homie Show, and Shogun, and uh, Bodie Young Prodigy. Yikes! Who are you scared of in that match? Anybody? You a little nervous about that whole gang, or... You got you got this. Now we got this. Yeah, we got all the size on our side of the ring. You said massive group of men. Yeah, they've got they've got a uh, a numbers or they usually I should say have a numbers advantage, and that's kind of what have carried them through a lot of this last couple months is having that numbers advantage. But uh, we evened it up, and I would argue the uh, massive men are on our side, our side of the ring. TBD, myself, Clutch, and uh, we'll we'll make sure that BYP's. Uh, He's taken care of. Yeah, you can't count BYP out, man. No. <laughs> Not at all. No, you certainly can't. But you know, are, are you a little worried that you know, like Hero and Shogun might 
to have little issues and leave you hanging? Are they are they okay? What are you seeing there? Um, I think I think that match that they had at uh, what was that show called? The one that, the last time I was here at the yeah. casino yeah, yeah, over yeah. the Silverton. I think they worked some of that stuff out. I think uh, I think we might be seeing, you know, the the old TBD back again tonight. United having our backs. All right, fair enough. We'll see how that works out. That's I'm, a good score. I think they squashed it. When show was here, so? he said to family, man. He said their brothers, they fight, they get past it, they move on. That's not going to uh, interfere in tonight. Tonight, I mean, you got a good squad there, man. And like I said, Lights Camera Faction, they got their work cut out for them today. I I wouldn't count on it. But, you know, we, there's always hope. You wouldn't count on it? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on uh, those two guys having their beef squashed. Well, well. Let's move past that. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. They're good guys. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, but, yeah, yeah. but man, it, never just don't trust anybody. Do you know what I'm saying? DTA. <laughs> DTA. Yeah. That's how that works. Well, now you got to do uh, stunt work on Young Rock. And, you know, you were in there playing the, the part of the rock on there. I mean, how cool was that experience for you? Yeah, that was... Uh... That was like a career-making moment, in my opinion. Um, getting that call, being able to to just be my idol, like it kind of—I don't know if it's hit me yet, to be honest. No, like, I think it'll probably hit me like ten years from now, <laughs> when uh, when when I'm looking back and I'm going, "Man, I was the rock. That that's pretty crazy." Um, but yeah, man, it was. It came. The opportunity came fast, and uh, yeah, it's just. It's something that I'll never forget. What did you have to do to prepare for that? I had to watch SummerSlam 98 religiously uh, on a plane uh, in my hotel room. I didn't have a, t- a whole lot of time to prepare because the opportunity came at me with about a week's notice. So Wow. Yeah, I've watched SummerSlam 98 quite a bit. Was that the ladder? That was a ladder match. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So was that like a one-day shoot and then you were in and out? or? Yeah, I wrestled f- Friday, I wrestled Saturday, and I got on a plane, actually kind of like today, 3.30 in the morning on a Sunday, yeah. got to Memphis, got a perm, and uh, <laughs> That's... yeah, before I knew it, I was uh, I was a what, day and a half on set, and I was back. Yeah, yeah. You know. That was a good look with the perm. Did you like it? Yeah, I kept it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually, I was having some, uh, so before that, I had long hair that was straight. You could actually yeah, see yeah, on the a, lot of, pic, a yeah. lot of my promo pics. And I was having tr- issues keeping the hair out of my face. You uh, know, so uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> when I got the perm, it was a bit of like an identity crisis. I, I was looking in the mirror. I'd never had one before. And I was like, I remember looking like, what? what is this? Like, <laughs> this is creepy, you know? And then it dried out a little bit and it started sticking up. And uh, then the next day on set, they, they, they got it nice and and tight for me and uh but yeah like took me about a month to decide but i, I decided i want to keep it it's it's nice it keeps the hair out of my face there you go good look good look man what was the toughest part about portraying the rock <sighs> living up to uh to the great one i would say that's a lot of responsibility <laughs> you know making sure that you've got uh the electricity required for the role mm. You know, I, I the Rock in in Stone Cold, I would say, inspired my career. I'm an Attitude Era guy, but um, yeah, like 
really getting in there, stepping in that ring, putting on those open calf boots and, and saying to myself, well, I can do the eyebrow, but can I live up to, uh, to this electricity? That, that's, that was a lot of pressure for me. Right. You get to keep the uh, boots and the uh, trunks and everything? Unfortunately not. Nah? Yeah. Oh, I should have taken and ran. <laughs> I, in retrospect, I probably should have just, just done Dipped it. Dipped out, yeah. 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 <laughs> NBC it should not be listening to this. <laughs> well, you obviously got to take a trip back in wrestling history with this, too. And one thing that I think Dave and I are finding more and more as we go along is a lot of the younger guys, you know, there's, there's a little bit of understanding about the past, but not a lot with a lot of younger wrestlers. What was that like to get a chance to kind of go back in time? Because obviously the young rock, we're, you know, we're talking like the pre Hogan, Rocky Johnson days, you know, that's, you know, taking it a long way back. Yeah. I mean, it, it really just took it back to, to what I think is were the greatest moments in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, the attitude era for me, the Monday night wars, both WCW, you know, and, and uh, WWF, WWE, like that era of wrestling, that was what made me fall in love with it. So for me, it really wasn't going back in time like a whole lot. Like just, I didn't have to, to study much. If anything, I just showed up. I mean, I did have to study the moves, I should say. But like as far as like the moments and, and how that's supposed to feel and the attitude behind it, um, that was that was just going back to, to really what I fell in love with. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we just had Al Burke on the show talking about doing stunt work uh, for all of the, the tons of movies that he did. Uh, you know, what's how does professional wrestling translate into stunt work? I mean, it's a pretty seamless transition for you. Absolutely. I mean, what we do in the ring every single day is is just that. Yeah. And I got a kayfabe after that. <laughs> there you go. Right. He's bailing out on me. That's yeah. all right. We're on with Big Fonz here on the Mark Oak Show, who's going to be at FSW tonight at the Silver Nugget. We've got Survival of the Fittest. Big card coming up this evening. So you want to make sure you get out and check that out. Starts at six o'clock tonight, so that should be a lot of fun. Fun. Do you have anybody else you want to beat up in uh, FSW? I mean, I know you got the faction on your mind, but uh, who who else are you targeting over there? I wouldn't say I'm targeting anybody. Um, I mean, me and Brett Threat got a little bit of unfinished business, and I know that he's got some big things ahead of him. So whenever he's ready, you know, we can run that back. That's no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, after our last match. He decided he wanted to uh, sour the room a little bit. My victory gave me a low blow, but uh, I digress. Allow him to do his MMA thing for a little bit. Um, but really, I'm just focused on tonight. I'm focused on making sure that our our side comes out on top, and uh, hopefully, my hand raised at the end of that. And then after that, you know, uh, I think there's only one place to look, and uh, it's for the belt. So, Ice Williams, uh, watch out. I'll be ready. There you go. Yeah, and one thing about that battle royal that took place at the FSW anniversary show, you know, that was an intergender match. There were a lot of women in that match, and and you know, Brittany Brooks was one of the last people standing. Period in that match, you're smiling already because that girl can go, and yeah. she was causing you and Brett a lot of problems. But what's that like doing something in an intergender situation in a ring? I mean, it's you know, to a point you feel like. Eh, kind of got to hold back a little bit then you don't you know it's it's got to be a little bit tricky i do hold back because that's just my philosophy on being in those matches is um i don't want i don't want to hit a a female ever you know especially not in a ring 
or outside of the ring or and definitely not in the ring if possible. So I don't know if you remember that, uh, what happened, but, uh, it was just me and Brittany for a moment. And I was telling her, I don't want to hit you. I don't want to hit you. And she just clocked me in the face. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing because she got me here and I was like, okay. And, uh, and then I just picked her up and I was trying to lightly put her down on the, on the floor, you know, and then Brett came along and pulled her foot and, uh, yeah, Damn she went, Brett. she didn't go down so light. Uh, not my fault, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Now Brittany Brooks, you know, the first time I met her, I told her she she had it, and so a lot of people say that about me. I do appreciate that, um, but I felt like she she is one of the people who is. I mean, she is so young. She just turned nineteen. Yeah, um, she's really good, and she's got it. Um, so I'd like to be on on the right side of of uh, her support train so i was not trying to uh do anything but politely eliminate her <laughs> politely pro wrestling? Is, that, is that a thing i uh, can be if you're the eoc okay yeah, I, I think like you shouldn't it. have messed around you should have just taken care of business <laughs> yeah when i was icing my face the next day <laughs> i said the same thing well what do you you know you talked about having it what do you consider to be it in pro wrestling oh man star star power when you walk in the room and you say, or and the people who see you say, "Who is that person?" Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the easiest criteria for me, right? Head turners, uh, someone who walks in a room, people go, you know, like like I just said, "Who is that?" Um, that's something that I think if you can achieve, or if you can, if you can get that, I don't know if that's something you can get actually. Nah, <laughs> if you either, some people say you either have it or you don't, yeah, yeah. but I, but I don't know. Some people. Whether it's a, a change in your gimmick, um, or just a change in your energy, that electricity, bringing that charisma into the ring, whatever it is, you know, um, maybe it can be developed. Um, I think so. But a lot of t- you can't fake it though. It's got to be in you, not on you. That's or, true. You know, and um, I think that, and we had talked about this at the Silverton Net. It's like you got it. Like the fans at FSW, the fam over there, like everybody sees it and they're like, oh, he's the guy, he's the next to go. But you're very humble about that. And you were like, well, thank you. But, you know, we'll see where it goes. But you know when somebody's got that it factor, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like every time I walk in here, you're like, you're in awe of me. I wouldn't say in awe, but, oh. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put you up as an equal to the Hokamania. Oh. <laughs> I'm just come on, next Dave. Subject, next subject. Oh man, I I gave you a chance you there, and it. you didn't you walk in the door. It, man. Don't make it about you. Oh, unbelievable. <sighs> so tonight it's going down. Silver Nugget, Survival of the Fittest, big match. FSW. Um, what what's going? Are you hanging out afterwards? Are you going to be in Vegas partying it up, or are you headed back to the Bay? I uh, I'm headed straight back. Okay. Yeah, I got work in the morning. I got uh, hopefully my daughter to uh to wake up in the morning i love doing that so if i can get back uh in the middle of the night and wake her up and and then go off to work that's that's a good way to start the week for me yeah Yeah. how's your daughter she's young yeah 15 months today okay okay so she doesn't have a clue what you be doing out here oh she was at my our show last week in san leandro she had her uh it was in a brewery so it was like in a kind of like a concrete lot and she had a nice picnic blanket and okay. was watching the show and then um when i ent- when i did my entrance my father-in-law was actually holding my daughter and i caught her eye and i blew her a kiss and uh she smiled so i think she knows what's going on okay tell me this yeah. like uh so married man what 
What does your wife think of this? Like, I know I date girls, they don't understand wrestling. So I can imagine if I was actually in the ring, it'd probably be a whole. Like, what is her take on it, especially at this phase in your guys' relationship? It's like, this is what you do now? Yeah, she she loves it now. She knows that it's a, a part of my my personality that I that I get to express my creativity, um, and then just maximize my full human potential. So she she believes in me now. I will say though, and I mentioned this earlier when I was getting into wrestling, um, my my mom and my wife um, were like, "What? Like <laughs> why?" And I was like, "Well, it's it's hard to explain, but um, I mean, I have a I have a great job. I love my family." Um, and there was just a part of my, I guess, a part of my purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is before I had a child. I should just clarify because I have an amazing purpose in life being her father. Um, that's the most important thing to me. But before that, that's when I got into wrestling. And, and for me, it was like it was it was during COVID. There was a lot of time to kind of reflect on life. And I felt like I wasn't using my full human potential. And I wanted to just kind of elevate my purpose in life. And so wrestling allowed me to do that. And uh, I'm grateful because it also has given me other platforms Yeah, yeah. as well. So you feel like you're hitting that passion point in life, like like what was missing, you feel you're connecting now? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, it's a, you know, training in the gym, um, the work I'm able to do in the community, um, all of that come, came from professional wrestling. You know, the, the platform that was created and like Rikishi always uh, tells us at Knox Pro that you got to use that platform, right? So to be to be a professional wrestler, to be able to speak to kids, about mental health, about anti-bullying, and about uh, making choices or thinking about the choices that you make through these organizations that I work with, um, that really just fills my heart even more. Yeah, no, that's dope. Hats off to you, man, especially, like, for all the work you do in the community with the kids. Like, and we're tapping in. We got the headlocks and hearts, me and Mark are uh, dropping. Um, and it's all about the kids, the younger generation, and I definitely want you to be a part of that, and we look forward to, you know, making moves but yeah hats off for all this stuff you're just a good guy man huh? i know come on just do me a favor and keep your daughter away from danny limelight's daughter <laughs> oh yeah that, <laughs> she could go that father's they, day yeah, yeah. they had a nice uh yeah. little moment on father's day they did yeah that's special that was something else yeah so yeah just be careful you might uh you might get a frankensteiner or something from <laughs> from your kid someday you're hanging out with the wrong troop Hey, just wait, just uh, what, 15 months today? Just wait till she's 15 years, my daughter. Um, She will, I'm pretty tall. My wife's pretty tall. We might have a a second generation wrestler. So don't. There we go. Keep an eye out. Be on the lookout, huh? Very nice. Well, we are going to come back. We've got a whole lot more. And I know, Fonz, you got to get rolling. But if you want to stick around for a little bit, you're more than welcome to hang around. And we'll talk a little wrestling news. Absolutely. All sorts of terrific stuff happening in the ring all over the place, WWE, AEW, and you know, a little bit of controversy, too, because that's what happens in pro wrestling. Things get a little crazy backstage. But we've got a whole lot more with David Difference, Big Fonz, and I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. We will be right back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON. Stick around for more of the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment.
If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to uniqueeatslv.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on K-Don. 1015 FM. Talk of Las Vegas. Best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. In the multiverse. Whichever universe you exist in, we're still the best. So screw the rest of them. Dang. That's how it works, man. That's how it works? That's how it works. Cold-blooded, Mark. Start Googling us and see why we're number one. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's magical. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we get some, uh, we've got some great material, by the way, up on YouTube. If you want to check that out, uh, CM Punk's speech at the Cauliflower Alley Club is up there, plus a ton of clips from the show. We've got about a this is show 134. 134. Which means there's a lot of material for you to go through over the past couple of years here from the Mark Oak Show. And you can go to Podbean, uh, markoakshow.podbean.com. All the podcasts are up. All the shows are up on YouTube. So plenty of places you can go to, you know, if you want to see what we're all about. If you haven't heard the show before and you want to get some extra samples, well, check it out. We'd certainly appreciate it. Subscribe, like, whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do, yeah. do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, I was uh, watching, uh, well, obviously you just mentioned the CM Punk speech from CAC and just reading the comments, you know, even that and on the TikTok and everything is like, I mean, people are passionate about uh, Phil there, man, either one way or the other. Yeah, and there, there's no messing around there. And, and that seems to be the way it is in the wrestling community, too, and you know, I, I was pulling some stories up for today, and you know, we'll get into CM Punk a little bit more. Uh, what's been going on, and some more revelations. What a shock that things are going to be coming out now that we hadn't heard about. But it is truly amazing how not only you know with fans, but within locker rooms in AEW and WWE, mm-hmm. that people are either God, we need him around, or God, we don't want him anywhere near us. I mean, there's just there's just nobody that's in the middle with this guy. It's absolutely incredible. You know, we saw that at the CAC mm-hmm. when you know a bunch of people were you know screaming and you know carrying on about you know to heck with everybody else and you know, paraphrasing and you know, but then you see articles come out where the AEW locker room was completely split on this. Um, a couple of reporters have talked to people in WWE about it, and they're completely down the middle, too. I mean, it is I, – I don't know if I've ever seen somebody like this in pro wrestling that either draws the passion or the hatred that CM Punk does. Yeah, the most polarizing guy in wrestling, you know. I mean, just all around. Just, you know, he's he's an anomaly. He's different, man, by design and – you know, he strikes people. He strikes. He strikes people. 
I don't know what he wants. And that's the thing. We want to see him again. Oh, what's he going to do now? Like when he was gone for so long and he kept saying, nah, I'm, not, I'm never coming back. Let me go do MMA. I was watching this MMA little documentary, um, like when he decided to get into it and how, like, it was some of the fighters were shunning him. And, like, and, but you could tell that was not the same punk, man. His confidence was, it was shot. Yeah. But he was still a guy. You wanted to see him, you know, and, like, it was all kind of a market employee for, UFC, but we still wanted him to come back. Then when he came back, it was like, here he is. Now he's gone again. And it's like, oh, where's he going to show up next? Like, it just, I, he's, he's something different, man. Yeah. And it's what's going to be really interesting if, if WWE is entertaining the thought of bringing him back. Like I said, there's a lot of people at WWE that don't want him to come back. Vince had a chance to bring him back a few years ago and they just couldn't get everything worked out. Uh, of some stories that I read said that they, they couldn't get past a lot of the past issues that he had with them. You know, when he was talking about, you know, how the medical staff wasn't treating him well and everything else. And, you know, the whole, the Colt Cabana podcast that ended up with the lawsuits and everything that it was just a, a mountain they couldn't get, get over. And the, what's going to be a new variable in this is now that Endeavor has bought mm-hmm. WWE. Well, this is UFC who really liked punk. I mean, if, if he would have been winning, winning fights, you know, he would have skyrocketed to the top in a hurry. You know? So apparently what some stuff that I've read is that endeavor may have the final say on whether they bring punk in or not. Well, you know who has the final say punk. And that's the thing. We're all speculating. Where is he going to show up? What's he going to do? He hasn't even said a word yet. And, you know, for all we know, he might just be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm done. I did my thing. It's not fun anymore. Or, you know, come back. But we don't even know. How can we speculate if they're going to let him back? Does he want to go back? Don't know. No, we, we don't have a clue. Like, as soon as he pops up somewhere doing an interview or says something, it's going to be bananas. Yeah, I would agree with that. It, and, you know, it was, I'm trying to, you know, I was try, I've been thinking about this and trying to gauge from when we saw him at CAC and it just seems like he still wants to be in the business, but he's kind of tired of it too. And I, you know, we've, and there was another story that I had read that he uh, was once all the guys from the elite had resigned with AEW that he was like, I, I want out of here. It, he just didn't want to work with those guys. And, you know, some other things have popped up too, but that's, you know, I, I think there was probably a lot of frustration on his part as well, just being at AEW, that he he wasn't happy. And maybe he took it out on everybody and, you know, did things the wrong way in there. But what a what a tangled web this is. Yeah, I, I definitely, like, you know, from his speech and, you know, just seeing him there with everybody, like, he loves the business. Like, let's not forget that. He loves the business, what it represents, what it is, and what he's done in it. Um, but yeah, I think AEW is probably not the culture environment for him, you know, hence why he kind of did his own thing, stood out and, you know, yep, we'll find out trying to music me off this thing. I I'm in the middle of a a good speech here. (laughs) Disrespectful, Mark. There's a clock that it's set when the music plays, buddy. Is that what, is that how it works? Did you see me push a button? You can watch on the live stream on YouTube or X or Facebook. And you, can, everybody can see I didn't push a button. 
No, you're right. Yeah, it's all good. Big Fawn's still back there, man. I don't know if he's – he might be out, man. But. <laughs> well, we'll find out. But uh, no matter what, thanks to Big Fawn's for coming in. Hey, we've got a whole lot more, a ton of news. The bloodline collision last night. Good Lord, all hell broke loose in there, too. It's going to be a good one. Stick around for hour two. We'll be right back. Yay! Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.